Zero. Settles under it at the 25, gets a block, comes to the near side, 30, spins out of one tackle, 35, along the near sideline, 40. He's at midfield, Wallace at the 40, still on his feet, 30, 20, 10, celebration time, no flags, Wallace in the end zone, Hayes in the barn, and the Ravens win it in overtime. It's a legendary moment, man. Something that only a couple people in this world would even think about doing. I hope they still show it whenever whenever he goes into the Hall of Fame because that's that's a legendary moment that uh, we didn't get to didn't get to really uh, witness. Back to throw, looking left, looking right. Pumps runs out to the left, throws on the run. Lamb at the seven and strolls in, walks all the dogs. Touchdown, Lamb. Jump corner. Sores open for three, and the dagger got it. And you can unhitch the wagon, put the ponies in the barn, and kill the hog. The Sooners are moving to 9-0. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) TJ, uh, why are Chiefs fans so bent out of shape? Because the dude was offsides. He was offsides. There's questions about, you know, I guess every receiver asked the official over there, hey, am I lined up correctly? And they'll tell him, and he didn't ask this this time and got called on it. He was offsides. I mean, I, they've been out well, of shape. they just say, hey, just don't call it because it was a cool play? Right, it was a cool play. And, and by the way, Chiefs fans, calm down on social media. It was not the greatest play of all time, which they're trying to claim it was. <laughs> you just ruined the greatest play of all time in the history of all mankind. No, it was. It was a good play, great play, very uh, very cool play. But it wasn't the greatest play of all time. And he was offside. He was lined up offside. I mean, you don't just say, ah, oh, well, we're – and not – this is one one thing I hate about social media and today's world too, and the technology that we have is that then you get thousands of screenshots throughout the game where they're going back and like, look, that guy was leaning his head over, his helmet was over the line here, it wasn't called, and this guy was doing this here. Look, I took a, a screenshot of it here doing this. I'm like, uh, there's hundreds of penalties not called in games, but like that one was obvious, and it got they threw the flag immediately. It wasn't like they threw it after the play, yeah. uh, you know, after they ran the play and it was. You know, the lateral happened and everything, and it was great. And then they said, ah, I'm going to ruin this. Now they threw it before any of that even happened. So, hey, uh, nobody lined right, up uh, at uh, if you're play, a receiver. Plays over, white hat runs over and says, all right, what was uh, – I saw you get a flag down here. What would you call? And the side judge goes, you know what? He was offsides, but gum, that was a cool play. Let's just say he wasn't. 
Is it called? All right, fine. Is it called often? No, but that Chiefs fans too were trying to claim it had never been called all season. It had been called. I guess that was the twelfth time, eleventh or twelfth time it's been called this year. So we saw yeah. it two or three times at, uh, with OU receivers this year. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Kevin. <laughs> I'm laughing. I don't even know what the story is. I just love him so much. So uh, we're at practice Friday. They went, the Sooners went to the arena Friday late afternoon and got some shots up in the BOK Center. And I'm sitting there courtside with Kevin, waiting to interview Porter. And uh, I, one of us said to the other, what are you doing for dinner? And Kev said, uh, last time I was here, a friend of mine took me to this place. It's right by our hotel. It was really cool. It was like a korean barbecue place where you cook your own food and i was like wait a second is it a fondue place because i got a history with those places and he's like no 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 it's not you you <laughs> I got a history with those places <laughs> i didn't go into the history but <laughs> he so he started explaining to me what it was and i go that sounds fun and he, he he said this like three or four times he even said it to drake the next day i didn't know if t-ro would up, be up for something like that i didn't know if, i was like why, why do you keep saying that like what you didn't know if I'd be up for going out to eat? Like, do you know me at all? Like, yeah. So I was like, yeah, let's go. So we walked down there. We, it was this place called Mr. Kim's. If you are in Tulsa, you're probably aware. The whole time I was in there, I felt like I was in, like, some underground restaurant in New York City or something. Like, it was very hip. I was like, Kev, we're not hip enough to be in this restaurant. Like, it was, like, dark and, I don't know, it felt, like, illegal or something, but... It was really good. It was fun. We, like, ordered some food, and then you make it on the little grill there. And, you you know, I like I told you earlier, Teach, it's a bit of a scam. Like, they've talked us into spending more money to make our own food, but it's still, it's kind of fun, you know? Right. <clears throat> so it's it's an Asian-themed restaurant, and uh, it was great. It was really good food. I had a great time. At the end, they bring out complimentary little thing of ice cream. Just a tiny little scoop, almost like a sure. It's not. A, it's a. It, it was like a chocolate mint or something like that. It was just tiny little scoop. And I was like, yeah, I'll take some. So we both take our ice cream and we're eating our ice cream. They get. They bring you. Uh, here's what started it. They bring you a tiny little spoon to eat your tiny little ice cream with. You know. <laughs> so I was like, look at this spoon. I was like, you know, look at this spoon. We're laughing about it. And he goes, I hate spoons. And I was like, what? He goes, if it was up to me, I'd get rid of all spoons in the world. Uh, I said, like, there's nothing? Like, I, I, So I brought up the mashed potatoes debate we had on the show. I was like, that's funny. One time on the show we had a debate over what do you eat mashed potatoes with, a spoon or a fork? And he was right. like, ugh, easy, a fork. And I was like, all right, that's fine, whatever. And he's like, I don't eat, I don't use a spoon for anything. And I was like, hang on. And then... He's like, I can't eat any more of this ice cream with this spoon. And I said, do you want a fork? And he's like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to finish it with a spoon. And I was like, what are you talking about right now? He's like, I don't use a spoon. I said, what, like soup, cereal, nothing? He goes, nothing. I don't use a spoon. He's like, the, uh, the spoon gets the extra stuff in there I don't want. I was like, hang on just a second. So when you eat a bowl of cereal, you eat cereal with a fork? He said, yep. What? I said, when you eat soup, you eat soup with a fork? He says, yes. 
I don't want the extra stuff. I just reach in and I get the stuff I want, and everything else drips out. Oh, come on, Kevin. Come on. So the waitress comes, and I said, can we get him a fork for his ice cream? And she looks at us like, this is a joke. And I'm like, no, seriously, he's not going to eat it with the spoon. So she brings him back a fork. And he finishes the ice cream with a fork. And the whole time he's showing me, like, look, I can get ice cream with a fork. Look, T-Rail, see, I can get my ice, ice cream with a fork. thick enough. Yes, you can. It just, But I've then never at the end, there was, like, there was, like, liquid in the bowl and stuff. And right. he goes, see, now I, I, when it gets to the point where I can't scoop it up, I know I should be done eating. I was like, oh, so it's a weight management situation? Is that what this is? I said, is it a texture thing? Like, why why no spoon? He's like, yeah, I don't like the feel of it. I just, I don't want all the extra stuff. I got, the fork just gets me what I want. And I don't, I was like, what about milk in the, like cereal? You don't want any of the milk? He's like, no, I just want the cereal. If it's got a little milk absorbed into it, that's fine. But I don't want the extra, I don't want anything extra. He's like, the only thing a spoon is good for is if you've got like a big bowl of mashed potatoes and you get a big spoon to scoop it out onto your plate. That's fine. But if I'm going to eat, I only use a fork ever with anything. Oh, my goodness. And I just sat there and grinned. <laughs> he said, I just made the he show. He said he's going to be on the radio like, Monday, aren't I? Yep. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you just, you're the, and that's when I texted you that Kevin Henry is the gift that oh, keeps on giving. That's... He asked for a, or I asked for him to be fair, a fork for his ice cream. That's weird. I'm sorry, Kevin. It's just weird. Bronx last night was acting like he was out of control because he couldn't eat peas with a fork. So I'm like, go get a spoon, dude. So opposite, but. What do you mean? He wanted a spoon and he couldn't. Well, he so (laughs) I made we had broccoli with our meal and he doesn't like broccoli. So I made him like this little bitty separate bowl of some peas because he likes peas. So he's sitting there pouring the peas from the bowl into his mouth, not using any utensil. And Katie goes, would you stop that? And he goes, what? What am I supposed to do? So he grabs the fork and is just acting like the biggest idiot in the world because he can't get the peas to stay on the fork. And I'm like, then go get a spoon. Like, you don't just pour it into your mouth. But it reminded me of you with the Louis French fries when you're talking about how you can't pick up the French fries. It's exactly what I thought of when he's doing yeah. it. I mean, he's trying See, to put this fork through the up. peas, and he's like, look, you can't even put a pea on the fork. Like, what am I supposed to do? It's better that's to pour it in point. my mouth. But that's an example right there where obviously a spoon is a better <laughs> the utensil. spoon is the better utensil, yes. So, Kevin, like, you can't eat soup with a fork. I'm sorry. Half the enjoyment of the the soup yeah. is the liquid, the broth, yeah. whatever type right. of broth it is. Yeah, we had a we had a tortellini. I made a tortellini soup last night for the for the fam. Well, aren't you fancy? Well, it was a Chloe recipe she sent me earlier in the day, and she said, "Can we make this tonight?" I said, "Yes." And we went. And I, Can I you make this tonight? It. Why don't you correct yourself? That, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, and it was good. And the you know the tortellinis you could have eaten with a fork, but it was the soup part of it that was sure. That What's the best part out. of the good. soup? Yeah. Oh my goodness, Steve. Kevin. Anyway, so add it to the list. So, are there Pork not spoons in his house? Well, I think his rest of his family is okay. normal. Okay. <laughs> they eat cereal with a, a spoon like a normal person. Right. Who eats cereal with a fork? Kevin Henry is the answer to that question. Like I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. 
Do you stab no. your cookie crisp? I mean, what's going on? <laughs> I could see how if you had like uh, uh, mini wheats. <laughs> yeah. You know, you could grab a mini wheat with a fork. Well, in the beginning, but then it's just going to fall apart on you. That's yeah, why it's called that's right. shredded mini wheats. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> you, just, you need to get him like a gold-plated fork with his name engraved on it that he can have a little travel case with. Takes everywhere. Yeah. He's the best. His little fork, his fork and knife with his burger. And what was the other thing? I can't remember what the other. There's another thing. Oh, his alarm clock. There's all of them. Oh, you know? the alarm clock. Yeah. I was mad at him Saturday morning. So Leeds played at 630 Saturday morning. And uh, and I wanted to get up. I was like, I'm going to get up, watch Leeds, and and prep for the game. And uh, But I forgot to set the alarm. I fell asleep, actually, watching some game. I think the Thunder were on Friday night, maybe. Anyway, I fell asleep, and I'll be dadgummed if I didn't wake up at 6.28 a.m. Saturday morning. And I when I looked at the alarm... I looked at the clock. I was like, gum Kevin Henry. My brain <laughs> woke myself up. My brain heard me say, I want to watch Leeds at 6.30. And it woke me up at 6.28. Oh, that's funny. I was so mad at him. But it worked. I got up and I watched. What are you doing? Getting it. up on a Saturday morning to watch soccer. You get because up early I'm every morning. I'm dedicated to my team, no, that's TJ. that's not your team. That's They're not even in this country. Works. They're not even that's in this country. That's what you do when you're, you're passionate about your team. This isn't Oklahoma. You go to great extents to support them at all costs. <laughs> it's not the Oklahoma Sooners. Come on. I bet you thought. You remember, what was part two of Yellowstone, TJ? Uh, the one with uh, Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Uh, 1883. Is that right? I bet you guys felt like 1883 on Saturday, traveling uh, across the great American West. Here we are on Route 66. Getting all the way to Tulsa to support the Sooners on Saturday. We made it in one day, Mama. Look at us. <laughs> it was very exciting to turn around and see you in the BOK Center. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you it didn't really believe I was going to be there, so... I didn't know. I thought you might wake up and back out on game day, but there you were. 8.17 in the morning. We'll hit the text line next, 405-651-3439. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show, this hour brought to you by R.K. Black, your office management leader. Network solutions, copiers, fax, printers, scanner, document management. They've been doing it since 1952 for small and medium-sized businesses all across Oklahoma and Kansas. RKBlack.com, 405-943-9800. Dimplemeyer Chevrolet text line. Oh, this is a long text here. Let's see what this says. Good morning, gentlemen. I truly love the OU game on Saturday. It was a great performance. I have a question, though, about Arkansas coach Musselman. This is twice he's been ejected from that particular game in Tulsa. Now, I know sometimes coaches will get technicals or get themselves ejected to fire their team up. I don't know if that was the case, but perhaps it was. But I wonder if part of this is him also trying to make himself a little more visible in Tulsa. I'm wondering if Tulsa is a dead center 
and they're part of a significant recruiting area. If I get a selfie to draw attention to him, if I get him a selfie, uh, if I get him a selfie to draw attention to, so when he calls players to get something, connect, connect. I know what he's trying to say. Um, I think something. There. I, I don't think so. I, I think he just has a temper problem. I I, uh, I don't know how behaving like that would attract anybody to want to go play for the guy. Uh, I, 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 that's not what you do to try to land a recruit. Um, he's got a he's got a, a problem. Honestly, he's just got a temper problem. I mean, he behaves like a child when he gets angry. There's a difference between, like, Porter is very emotional and walks the line many times between getting a technical foul or not. But he completely lost control, TJ. Muscle. Yeah, I mean, he loses control to the point that he just, he's sprinting after people. I mean, it's just, it's looking like he's going to just, you know, Start throwing down at any second. It's not just. I don't anger, know how it's... many. Outside of us, them playing us the last three years, I don't know how many times he's got a technical foul or been ejected. I would imagine it's, it's got to be near the top of the country. My guess is if he behaves like that at all any more often, but yeah, it's it's a show, and I hope he stays at Arkansas and Porter Moser stays at Oklahoma for a long time because this is going to be a hoot, Tej, to follow. When these, this will be it for Tulsa. Unfortunately, I don't think either school is going to be willing to give up a home game in conference play. Oh, definitely not. Maybe OU OSU will play in Tulsa, or something else will happen in Tulsa. They deserve it. The way they've supported uh, um, the, you know, this event, it, it, that was great. Uh, Joe and the and Arkansas athletic director that came up with this idea. The last three years have been fantastic. Tej, wasn't the energy in the arena fun? It was fun. Yeah, they... super intense. Felt like at any moment a fight might break out between everyone. You know, it was just, it was great. So kudos to Tulsa. But when Oklahoma and Arkansas play in conference basketball going forward, they're going to play in Fayetteville and Norman, and uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Toby, does OU break the top 15? Any chance top 10? Top 15, I think, I think definitely. I, I haven't looked at who all lost. I, I think top 15 for sure. The quality of the win combined with other teams losing, I would imagine uh, they'll be somewhere between uh, 10 and 15 this week. I would be surprised if they're in the top 10. Although two good but wins they this beat week. Carolina, they will be. Oh, yeah, definitely so. Definitely so. Uh, TJ, did you make it to the Boy, what a conflict house? for you. Have you and Bronx decided who you're rooting for yet in that game? Uh, not yet. Not yet. We'll let you yeah. know. It's game day decision. Uh, did you make it to the Outsiders house? I did not. I did not. I did, looked it up, but did not have, feel I had enough time before the game. And then once the game was over and we got to our car and got out of parking and everything, it was dark outside. So I didn't even attempt to drive by it at night. So maybe at some point. Maybe at some point. The question is, did Toby make it by there? He had all the free time. No, but I do have a to-do list that I keep with me, Tej, you know, like a checklist of things I need to get done. Mm -hmm. And I have added watch the outsiders to my to-do list. <laughs> did you I ever ask Chloe if she it. had uh, read it yet? No, I haven't. Uh, but I, somebody in uh, Tulsa, I guess Nash is going, uh, taking a field trip up to the house, like 
Kevin was saying he hasn't watched it either, but we were talking to somebody else. I think maybe Theron Smith was in this discussion. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about all the famous people that were in it and stuff. So I've added Watch the Outsiders to my to-do list, TJ. This might be the week, too, because I got no basketball game, no Rudy shows. You know, I want to watch some Christmas movies. I, we watched Elf last night, so I'm at four Christmases and Elf so far this year. All right. But maybe during the day when uh, Chloe's at school and Jenny's at work or something, maybe I can sneak in The Outsiders this week. Oh, I'm excited for that. Can't wait for your review. Can't wait for your review of a... Uh... Yeah, I'll give a thorough review, <laughs> just like I did movie. on the Godfather movie, movies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Or the uh, Star Wars movies, yeah. We know TJ has the best temperament, but who's taller, TJ Musselman or Lovelace? Um, well, Lovelace towers over the two of you. No, I wouldn't say yes. that. No way. Oh, yes. How tall yes. is he? He's well, at least 5'7". Nope. That's the problem when you're on a basketball team. <laughs> I'm going to say 5'11", but I'll look it up right now. Okay, well, that wouldn't tower over me. Is it inch TJ, taller. you're 5'5". Five five I'm best. not 5'5". Five five. I'm at not best. Drake. Uh, let's see. Love Lace is 5'11". So, All right, he's an inch on I'm He's got an say, inch on me. I'm going to say uh, Musselman's no taller than 5'7". Is that what out there somewhere? No, I mean, I'll look it up. I'm about 5'9 5'10". <laughs> Are those in cowboy boots? No, cowboy boots. I'm probably 5'11". Eric Musselman. You always foot, say this and laugh about five it. Foot seven. You five foot seven. You're not much taller than me. So, Reed Lovelace. I would tower over Reed Lovelace. Reed Lovelace would tower over you, <laughs> and you would tower over Eric Musselman. That's the order. You're not towering over anybody. What are you talking about? I'm way taller than Reed Lovelace. Like an inch. An inch, exactly. Yeah. Way uh, taller. Get out of here. Uh, Toby, TJ, I took my, uh, dad and my eight-year-old son Saturday to the BOK. Toby, the Sooners look great. I think the Sooners definitely had the better backcourt. The guards played excellent, and they bullied the Hogs, and they didn't like it. Proud of the Sooners. Boomer Sooner. Thanks, Curtis B. Here's another statement Kevin said Saturday that I can't, I can't, uh, prove yet. But McCollum and Uzan were doing, you know, their, their stuff. He said Oklahoma might have the best backcourt in America. Now, again, early, I haven't seen everybody play. But those two are special. They're good. They're great. And those two playing together are way up there. So we'll see. Time will tell. I don't know. By the way, I was in the – I'm going to have to word this in a way that doesn't sound weird. We are Saturday morning going through the walkthrough in the ballroom. So they do the walkthrough before they have brunch, breakfast, lunch. It's because of the game time. They ate about 11 o'clock, but they had breakfast food. Anyway, so we're, we're in the ballroom. They're going through the walkthrough. Kevin and I are watching. And uh, Los is wearing, like, some of these shorts that the guys wear these days where you're like, they're way shorter than – we would ever have worn or the five right. five or anything, you know, mm-hmm. so you can see his, his thighs, that dude, <laughs> that dude looks like Tawi Walker, TJ. <laughs> he has unbelievable thighs. All right. Calm down, James Hill. 
I've never seen. I've never. I was like, I was. I told. I called Bryce Staub over the trainer. I was like, what is like his muscles have muscles? He goes, I know he's the biggest freak I've ever seen for a basketball player. He is huge, but you don't see it because it's underneath his basketball shirt. He wears tights when he plays. So you never see. He's a skinny dude. He's thin. He's a skinny dude, but he has running back thighs, man. (laughs) Clip that out there. Tree trunks. I was shocked. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is impossible. <laughs> I was like, what is th- it? It is. Oh, go ahead. All right. What do you got now? Uh, according to Travis Davidson, Eric Musselman, eight technicals in 10 games so far this year. That's a lot. That's a fact. That's or a if lot. he made that up, but that's what he said. Uh, mark it down. OU beats KU in the fog, says this 7 1 3 Don't get my hopes up, man. Don't get my I told you I will weep on the air if that happens. Porter is nicer than me. When Arky continued to press after we put our bench guys in, I would have brought the starters back out and told them no mercy. Don't even dribble out the shot clock. So I don't know if you noticed this or not. You probably left early to beat the track. No, no, we were there until the end. We were there till the end. Uh it was like a minute left, and the starters are still in. Javian is like killing time, okay? And he's willing to take a shot clock violation with, I don't know, 35 seconds to go in the game or something like that. And he looks over at Porter. He's like, you want me to take the violation or go score? And Porter goes, go score. <laughs> so he, did, he missed the shot, but he did not take the violation. But then they subbed in their guys and, I don't know. They just they they do things in a different manner over there. That's for sure. This texter says breaking news. Uh-oh. Breaking news brought to you by Wagner Heating, Air Conditioning, Electrical and Plumbing. They sell the best and service the rest. Our breaking news brought to you by Wagner's. Breaking news. KC Chiefs are the first team to have ever been slighted by a call or non-call of an NFL official. Wow. Breaking right. news on the uh, text line here. Uh Chiefs Kingdom is insufferable. Is what Sean says. He would also like to remind us Kevin Henry does not drive with windshield wipers during the Oh, rain. that's the other thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's a big Rain-X guy, he says. <laughs> this texture says, Sugar Shane says he's out here knifing salads and forking cereal. <laughs> I had to be careful saying that. Knifing salads and burgers, no windshield wipers, forking cereal. Yep. Uh, I always, guys, I always thought dime time was a levy thing. Just searched on Twitter. DG uses it. But J.A. has as well, and a number of Mississippi State recruits are using it now, too. Maybe it is. I just always credited yeah. it to Dylan. So did I. So if it's Lebby's, my apology. Uh, but I've always thought it was a DG thing. So As, as did I. Yeah. Uh, like it or not. Oh, where did that text go? Like it or not, DG has upgraded and is putting himself in a better position for a conference title, national championship appearance, and Heisman Hunt next year. Plain and simple. Let's take those one at a time. What was the first thing he's put himself in better better position for? Conference title. Hmm. Big Ten similar to the SEC in that it's top heavy. Hmm. I'm going to say that's a tie. Oregon getting past Ohio State and Michigan will be equally as difficult as Oklahoma getting past Alabama and Georgia. What's next? National championship appearance. 
college football playoff appearance. Again, I I think it's I, we're going to finish this list. I think they're in pretty equal spots. Oregon going into the Big Ten next year. Don't forget that. I'm going to say Oklahoma and Oregon, pretty similar spots going into next year. Heisman Hunt next year. I, I think, I mean, okay, I'll give him that because I think he's, you know, I mean, I, I, every time I say this, it sounds like I'm dogging on Jackson Arnold. He's just, he's not proven yet. Like, I don't know what he is. Well, I look, don't know if he's Spencer Rattler or Caleb Williams. Look at Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix. Well, they were five- and six-year starters. I mean, it, it was the experience factor with them. Bo Nix, two years ago, three years ago, whenever it was, got ran out of Auburn because he was terrible. It is more likely Dylan Gabriel ends up in New York City next year than Jackson Arnold does. Without I'll a doubt. That but that one. didn't matter if he stayed at Oklahoma or <clears throat> Oregon. That was going to be the no. case, I think, just because right. of the experience factor. Right. Uh, my daughter is the same way. I'm assuming with the, uh, spoon situation. Someone once told me they refuse to use a fort because it's already been stabbed and killed once. I didn't need to kill it again. See, that's like, so they're all spoon all the time. I guess that's equally odd. (laughs) This texter wants to know what Kevin, Kevin Henry's thoughts are on the spork. Uh, next road trip, I'll bring up the spork. We'll see. All right, break time, 8.36. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Segment of the game here? I didn't realize this highlight was that long. I'll bring it down. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it said it was the uh, Soros layup, so I don't know. Oh, all right. Uh, welcome back. Uh, Eight forty-two. We might have to play uh, Muscleman getting ejected again, just for uh, giggles coming out of the final uh, break. Teach. Uh, what have we not hit on today? I want to give Chris Plank plenty of time because I can't wait to hear about his trip to Boston. I did listen to him on Saturday morning on Sirius XM, the pregame show for uh, Army Navy, and it sounded awesome. Just sounded so cool up there uh so can't wait we got double monday night football tonight by the way i'm not sure why but we got two monday night football games packers at giants on abc titans and dolphins on espn yeah i don't know why there's two games tonight i was wondering that when i realized that the other day so i don't know one thing we haven't mentioned is uh uh, we are not the highest paid guys in sports now with uh, Shohei Otani yeah. uh, upping us. So He uh, bumped us down the list a little. Bumped us down. What was it, 10 years, 700 mil? Yeah, some, it's ridiculous. It's, it's just the dumbest contract in the history of sports is what it is. The Dodgers are insufferable. They like, are. Have the Dodgers passed the Yankees as the most insufferable franchise in baseball? Without a doubt, in the last decade they have. I mean, that 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 payday... He's going to make more per year than eight major league teams combined rosters. That's just stupid. It double And he can't he can't pitch next year, right? And he can't pitch next year. And who knows if he'll pitch the same the year after that. So I don't know. It's just a ridiculous contract. That I saw it broken down. How you know the guys go in there and break it down by like per game, per inning, per at bat, all that. And it's just Can I be stupid honest with you? Money. Yeah. 
I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they did it, too. I hope it handcuffs the franchise for a decade. I'm glad they did it, too. You know, the Rangers were in discussion with it for a while, and I was hoping that the Dodgers or someone would overpay, and they did, because I didn't want him going to Texas. And I'm not saying this after the fact, because they lost out on him. I said that all along and talked to Drake about it. said, I don't want him. I don't want him for that kind of money. You can get three, four guys that can end up being built to use as a nucleus for a championship team. I just can't see paying one guy that much money, but if anybody's going to do it, it's, you're right, it's the Dodgers in the last decade, so just ridiculous. Yeah. I I, uh, I hope it handcuffs them. Big Brother Reindeer game starts tonight. Oh, is it tonight? I, tonight? I've been seeing the teasers for it. I didn't even realize when it started, so. Yeah. This is just like, this isn't Big Brother, right? They're just playing games or something? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I heard that there's a... Reindeer game. I heard that there's a fight amongst uh, former house guests. That Janelle got bumped when she was supposed to be in it and wasn't too happy and some I other... I saw they put your guy in that you like. I might not watch it because of him. He's so annoying. Which the one? The curly-headed guy from this last season. The oh, uh, one Caleb. One of the most popular. Yeah. yeah, he's one of them that's in it. There you go, Caleb. My uh, buddy Brett hates Dylan Gabriel. He says, uh, let's see, uh, I mean, I'd probably be too strong here, but he just sent me a text message. I think the portal has changed a lot of things for fans, so here's my question. Is DG a Sooner? His brother listed in his top ten Sooners of all time. Brett says, I think DG is a good player and a great leader and a really good man, but he's not a Sooner. He left whether he left or BV asked him to leave. He won't finish his career out as a Sooner, so we can't say he's a Sooner. All right, Brad, you can say whatever you want. This I mean, is he going for to, OU. So this is going to be something for many programs in the going forward with the way things work. That you get guys for two years and they may be gone, and you're going to have to decipher whether you accept well, them as one of your own or not. It's going to happen. In my a lot. opinion, I, I could be wrong about this. In my opinion, one, what he did for Oklahoma the last couple of years is great, right? Without when a they doubt. They really it is. needed him. Yeah. And two, he would have stayed if he could have stayed. I don't think Dylan Gabriel wanted to leave. I think that just kind of, you know, I, I can't prove it. Maybe I'll be, maybe I'm wrong about this. Maybe they begged him to stay and he said, nope, I've had enough. I'm going, I don't think that's the case. I think if they said, you know what? Great year. We'd love to have you one more time. They would have had him back. So that's different for me than a guy turning his back on the program and saying, I want to go play somewhere else. I don't think he did that. I think they just said, we're ready for the Jackson Arnold era. Good luck. And has been nothing but supportive in the, the, the statement letter that he put out and then the tweet yeah. about Jackson Arnold where he said, you know, family and had the picture of them hugging. Um, no, I mean, he, I think. Future years going forward, he's going to be a big supporter of the program. Yeah. And other programs. He's played for a few. <laughs> he's played for a few. Yeah. 847. Oregon probably too. Chris Plank back from Boston next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. <laughs> I love the Christmas music right afterwards, <laughs> TJ. That's perfect. Uh, welcome back. Chris Plank, I uh, cannot wait to – how was it, man? It was, was awesome. It awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, by the way, I hadn't heard that call yet, so that was, that was great. Um, really cool experience. You know, you brought it up as far as 
uh, scheduling wise, probably something in reality that we're not going to have, you know, tons of opportunities to do in the future with basketball broadcasts and things of that nature. But the schedule broke right. And um, you know what I could really get used to, T Row? What's that? I could really get used to the spread that they had for Army Navy. And let me explain something. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I, I came to realize that I cannot watch a game in the press box in an official capacity. It's just, it's not in my DNA anymore. I've right. been spoiled by being able to yell. You mean and you want to cheer? I want to be loud. Um, uh-huh. I, I always – because I'll have Gabe, you know, to turn to when I have questions. And right. I'm sitting up in this press box, and I'm turning to some 74-year-old beat writer from Boston. I'm like, what was that? What was he thinking right there? What is he doing? And this guy is looking <laughs> at me. So, I thankfully, I, <laughs> I got to do the pregame in the first quarter and the fourth quarter on the field. So I was on the field for the first and the fourth. Nice. The second through third, though, as much as I was like, I can't live in this press box. I can't do this right now. It's like, you know, I'm going crazy. But they kept feeding you, Toby. The pre- I just, I'm, <laughs> we used to joke. There was a friend of ours we used to joke about would cover a game with a fork. I kind of <laughs> felt like that was me during this game Saturday. And I don't mean to go, I'll, I'll gabe on you, but pregame, grilled chicken, steak, tri-tips, that okay. were like seasoned and cooked to perfection. Mac and cheese, t- potatoes, salad, in and, and and these little mini cheesecake desserts. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Right midway through the second quarter, out uh-huh. comes the lobster rolls. Oh my! With a sandwich bar. Okay. <laughs> this is why fans hate the media. Right? right no, here, no. I, and I, that's what I'm saying for to you because and and I'm like, while it was eighteen dollars for popcorn down. Below. Right. It was, right. It was seventeen dollars. I. It was seventeen dollars for a beer. I was going through and pricing everything. So, and and the funny thing is, on the lobster rolls, it's like please limit to one. Like a media guy's gonna limit to one. Right. And so I'm so it's like no I'm so full, so full. Then all of a sudden, at the start of the fourth quarter, is we're getting ready to go downstairs to the field. They're like, all right, pizzas out, guys. Fresh pizzas are out. So they bring Jeez. out like fifty pizzas, and I'm just. I mean, like you is this where is, does this happen everywhere, Toby? Is this what I'm missing being That's down how on the, the Army field? And the Navy live. That's oh how the my military lives. Gosh. Right there, you know? And then whenever we came back up, you know, to say, you know, to grab our bags and stuff, they uh, they had a new whole level of dessert, like an ice cream bar. So, yeah, it was <laughs> it was pretty incredible. But uh, it the the atmosphere. It was funny. I thought they had missed time to fly over. Because it's like, in the home of the brave. Uh, and nothing had fireworks happen. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Toby. And my, my mind, I'm thinking about the military the missed military time, missed time, time, the time the over. And then they did their little quick intro video. And it's like, the Navy, blah, blah. And the Navy runs out. And then all of a sudden, here comes the F-18s. As yeah. they're running out. I mean, on cue, dude. They're running out. The bombers are flying over. The fireworks are going off. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty wild. How's the Army going to top that? And they go, and here comes the Army. The Army Ranger military helicopters. Seven of them. And just going to places going crazy. I felt so bad. I was in the corner of the end zone by where they were firing that cannon. And Todd Monken, who is the head coach at Army, T-Roll, he comes out and he is—he runs to that corner where the student section is, where all the cadets are, and he's pumping his fist to the student section and he's waving his arm. Meanwhile, every single uh, man and woman, boy and girl that's in that gray, their dress grays, they're all looking up at the Rangers, like cheering on the Army, the, the helicopters going overhead while the coach is standing in the corner of the end zone. Absolutely no one watching him, but I think me, because everyone's looking up at the helicopters, but it was really... Did you guys see the post-game locker room? 
No, 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 no. I did oh, not. Oh, you got to look it up. When he was, he, th- he comes in and he's like, "We fight," and they all go, "We fight." We bleed. We bleed. <laughs> it's amazing. I will, oh, it's amazing. I, I will say, for the game itself, it was an absolutely incredible game. I was in the end zone where he scored that game when he touched. Well, what ended up being the game when he touched down for Army. In fact, T-Row, I don't want to brag, but I was the guy who got the football back to the official. Nice. Right? And you if were you, the Eddie Radosso. I, was, I the, took uh, Eddie's Army role. Navy. But yeah. the, the, the most amazing part of all of it was just seeing how much those two branches hate each other for that day. Like – hate each other and then afterwards they're all hanging out with each other it's hilarious what an odd relationship it is right (laughs) go america uh and and also and i know only got like 30 seconds here but weirdest thing ever to cover a game and do a pregame show for the game where you don't even talk about the game you don't mind no breaking down no breaking down the receiver versus corner right it's just ah this is awesome and it was a good time with will yeah, he got to immerse himself in it all. So I think he got to see a little bit more of what uh, I do, which is funny because I've done it my whole life, but he never cared. <laughs> he never I heard cared you talking about it. that on your pregame show Saturday. <laughs> that was awesome. It was funny. And all of a sudden he gets to West Point and the kids are like, your dad does what? Right, exactly. You, That's awesome. And you didn't go take advantage of it? <laughs> yeah, so it was a really cool weekend, man. I appreciate you asking. Uh, I can't wait to listen to more. Uh, stick around. Hey, Plug by the way, show I, got, yeah. I got Rob Gronkowski on Seth Luttrell coming up. That was one thing I did get. Very cool. All right. Stick around. Plank Show coming up next. Have a great Monday, everybody.